0: preaching series about the return to the Father's heart. Of course, if we're preaching on the return to the Father's heart, we must start with the Father's heart. Because if we don't start with the Father's heart, we don't know where to return to. So next week, Father Mark will be talking about sin and uh, how it affected our relationship with Him. The following week, I will be talking about the good news. And after that, um, Father Mark will be talking about uh, the response that we need to have. And at the last uh, homily for this preaching series, I will be talking about the prayer of uh, surrender. So I really encourage you to journey with us this five weeks. It's like watching a movie, right? You don't want to go in the middle or towards the end of a movie. You want there to be from the start to finish so that you get the whole picture and uh, so I really encourage you to, to join us. How many of you have seen uh, this Lost uh, TV series that came out I think maybe 15 years ago? It's a good TV series and uh, so the, the, the story was that there's a plane that crashed on an island and uh, luckily many of the passengers survived. So it started like that and then in the next, in the following episodes, the TV series would do like backstories, backstories of each character, their history, their careers, their problems, and all those would add to the drama of the TV series, you know, because of course they have their own uh, past and they bring their baggages in this island. And it's just so beautiful. And I think if this TV series doesn't do the, the backstories, it wouldn't be that's interesting, okay. And uh, in our first reading today, we saw how the devil, Satan, or the serpent, tempted Eve. When he lied to Eve, telling Eve that uh, when when he when when he tempted Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, the serpent told Eve that uh, you will not die. In fact, when you eat this fruit your eyes will be open you will become like God and and you will you will know good and evil and if we start our preaching series on the fall and not do the backstory it won't be as interesting because we won't know what we've lost and the backstory is about the creation how God created the world human beings and how God created human beings to be in this intimate relationship with Him, okay? Before the fall, it was implied, it's implied there in Scripture, how Adam and Eve had lived in an unbroken communion with God. It's implied that, like, they were walking with God in the garden, and they could hear His voice, and the Lord, the, 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 the Lord would commune with them face to face. And they experienced the fullness of the Father's love. And that's what we're created. We're created to be in this relationship with Him. I wrote here, uh, the relationship with God is the best relationship you can have. Because God is perfect. Only God could love us perfectly. That's why this is the best relationship that we could have. And we're created in this relationship. When we got baptized, we have been adopted by God. God is no longer just our creator, but he is our father, Abba, Daddy, Papa. And we are his beloved Beloved sons and daughters. My problem, I got baptized when I was a baby, studied in a Catholic school, and yet did not enter into this relationship with Him. That's why when I was like growing up, I was practicing, I was going to church, not out of love, but out of fear, out of obligation, that I need, I should, go to church. Otherwise, I will be punished. Instead of, I want to because I want to be with God on Sundays because I'm in a relationship with Him. So, it's based out of fear. So, for me, there was no relationship and it's all about rules. Okay? And and we know also that God is love. It's in Scripture, it's been taught to us by our religion teacher or by our parents or priests, that God is love. And yet for me, when I was like growing up, it's all head knowledge. That's why I could attest to the truth that the longest journey is the 18 inches from head to the heart. Do you believe that? That's the longest journey, 18 inches from the head to the heart. It's not only when I was in the last year of university, when I attended the Life of the Spirit Seminar and then got baptized in the Holy Spirit. For the very first time, I experienced personally the Father's love for me, and I couldn't control my tears I was like crying, and I was kind of embarrassed because I was trying to project this macho image, and yet I couldn't help crying. And it's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit in me that the Lord has bestowed upon me, which is the love of the Father. And I couldn't help but cry. And I started to know the love of God, not just in my head, but in my heart that God's love is personal. It's not like a generic love. God loves all humanity. No, God loves us personally. Each one of us, personally. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 to 3, it says, But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, fear not, For I have redeemed you, I have called you by name. God knows our personal name. It's written at the palm of His hands. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you personally pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. God loves us personally. The second thing that I've learned about God's love is that it's unconditional. Think of all the bad things that we've done. It will not make us It will not make God God loves us less. Imagine also all the good things that you've done. It will not make God love you more. Because His love is unconditional. There's no condition. Whether you mess up your life, whether you've hurt so many people, the Lord will never stop loving you. Because His love is unconditional. Unconditional. The other thing about God's love is God's love is eternal. Okay? Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10, it says, For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love, steadfast love, shall not depart from you. And my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. I remember when I didn't have this relationship with God and not experiencing His love, I would worry so much. I would get anxious about the future. That's why uh, I'm not surprised. I, I struggle with, with severe anxiety and depression. Not, not being in that relationship with Him, not experiencing His love, therefore not trusting Him. I was anxious, so anxious. Right now, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just excited. I know the Lord has something good in store for me. In Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, verse, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to give you a future. Okay? So, this is the reason why We're doing this 40-day prayer, Lenten prayer challenge, these 40 days, uh, because we really encourage you to take time to pray. Even if it's just 10 minutes, start with 10 minutes, okay? Because we, we, we really encourage you to experience the love of God and to enter into this relationship with Him. And all the scriptures that I've used is on page 8 of The Treasures in Heaven. And the succeeding theme of this Lenten preaching series is from pages 8 to 12. Use that. And when you come to prayer, just be honest. Just be honest, Lord. Lord, if you're real, if you haven't encountered the Lord in a very personal way, if you haven't experienced His love, just be honest with Him. Lord, if you're real, if you really love me, Show me. I, I know many of you maybe have heard the scripture passages that I've, heard, that I've mentioned. But maybe it's just head knowledge. You haven't experienced it. Be honest with God. Lord, if these scriptures are true, let me experience this. And I guarantee you, when you come with your vulnerability, with, when you come with humility and openness, the Lord will touch your heart. The Lord, you will experience the Father's love. Okay? My favorite scripture passage is from uh, the first letter of John, chapter 3, verse 1. It says, see what great love the Father has lavished, lavish on us that we should be called children of God. Our our God is our Father. We are His beloved sons and daughters. We were created to be in this intimate relationship with Him. Next week, you will hear how sin totally affected that relationship with God.